Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday, September the 17th. Our reading this morning comes from a prophet we haven't looked at before. It's the prophet Malachi, M-A-L-A-C-H-I, Malachi, chapter 3, verses 13 through 20. Malachi chapter 3, verses 13 through 20. And uh, this uh, particular passage deals with something that is familiar to us once again. Uh, The Israelites are having a problem with God. Uh, Their claim is that God is not fair. God is not dealing with them justly. And the reason being that the evil, as they understand evil people, they're prospering and everything looks fine with them. And the Israelites, who are, of course, good and upright, if not uptight, uh, things are not going as well for them. And if they're God's chosen people and they're obeying the law, as they claim, and they're keeping the covenant, as they claim, Uh, Why aren't things going well? Why aren't they prospering and why aren't the evil suffering? Well, it begins by saying that Malachi receives the word of the Lord and uh, the Lord asks, why have we spoken, what have we spoken against you? And you have said, It is vain to serve God. And what do we profit by keeping his command and going about in penitential dress in awe of the Lord of hosts? Rather, we must call the proud blessed, for indeed evildoers prosper and even tempt God with impurity. Now, that's pretty pretty harsh. Uh, We ought to... uh, We ought to keep uh, company with the proud, with the impure, with the improper. Uh, They're prospering. uh, And um, that's that's their complaint. Uh, Then they who fear the Lord spoke with one another, and the Lord listened attentively to what they were saying. The righteous get together, the truly righteous, those who fear and honor God. And the Lord listened intensively. A record book was written before him of those who fear the Lord and trust in his name. And they shall be mine, says the Lord, my own special possession on the day I take action. And I will have compassion on them as a man has compassion on the son who serves him then you will again see the distinction between the just and the wicked. Notice, it's on God's timetable. When I take action, on the day I take action, not according to your timetable, and perhaps I do not deal with them immediately because they may be converted and changed. My grace may finally sink into them. They may leave their impure, disobedient ways and turn to me. 
as God extends to each and every one of us, that grace, that patience, that mercy. So I'm extending it to them. But God does not operate by our command. God expects us to be obedient to his holy ways, not ours. And so they are very, very upset over all of this. But God says, I, I make this distinction. I know who is just and who is wicked between him who serves me and him who does not serve me. I'm aware of that. For the load, the day is coming, blazing like an oven, when all the proud and the evildoers will be stubble. The day is coming when they will be set on fire and they will have neither root nor branch. But for you who fear the Lord, that is, honor and are in awe of the Lord, there will arise the Son of Justice with its healing rays. The Lord is asking us to take the long view, not the immediate view. Yes, there are wicked people who prosper. Yes, there are uh, good people who are asked to carry the cross, who bear heavy burdens. Everything doesn't go well. There's not always blue skies and green lights. There's a lot of speed bumps and sometimes head-on collisions in life. And they don't turn to the Lord and say, you're being unjust, you're being unfair. Come on, you're supposed to fix all of this or protect me. Best of all, you're supposed to protect me like God is some kind of insurance agent or some kind of uh, get-out-of-jail card. It's not the way God operates. God, his own son, died for us, the innocent lamb, totally and completely sin-free, yet took upon himself our sins and guilt. Jesus did not say, but Father, this is unfair. You should let me come in power and glory in earthly terms. Let me have privilege and power and prestige so that all will just come and worship no, Jesus was born in a stable and died on a cross, the crib and the cross. But Jesus always gave thanks to the Father and did completely what the Lord, uh, the Father, had asked him to do in order to achieve our salvation. So at times we may become despondent, despairing, angry, disappointed, confused, because we see those around us who are engaged in wickedness and they seem to be fine. Everything is great. And we, on the other hand, we go to church, we put our offering in the basket, we may volunteer, we say our prayers, we try to live good holy lives and it doesn't work out the way we thought it would. We get the fuzzy end of the lollipop and we say, well, gee, I don't know if this is working out too well. I thought it would be something different. No, following Almighty God is not a fairy tale. It's a journey in the cross to the cross so that, as the Lord says, those who honor and worship my name, worship me, will arise like the sun of justice, with its healing rays.
We have to take the long view and not rush to judgment, not rush to accusations against Almighty God. But in God's good time, not our own, God will settle the accounts and the good will shine like the stars in the kingdom of heaven forever, while the evildoer will be assigned to a place of eternal death and darkness and separation from God. So we have to decide, is it God who is unfair or is it we who are unfair in our judgments, too quick to judge and rash in our attitudes? That's the question that God will ask of us. And it is to us to offer the answer for those who wait upon the Lord are never disappointed. God bless you.